everybody, welcome to episode 17 of the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast. I'm here today with my co-host Stephen Wallace. How's it going, Stephen? I'm good, thanks, uh, Ilka, but on a, on a sporting level, I'm not very good because England just lost uh, in the World Cup cricket tournament against Sri Lanka and pretty badly, actually, and are probably now out of the competition. So uh, apart from that, I'm fine. Uh, how are you? I have no, I, no clue about cricket, so that just went right over my head. Yeah, Germans only play football and also joining us is uh, Debbie Nichols. That's right, Debbie, isn't it? Although they, England beat them at football as well, so. Um, yeah, I, I think we were hoping that at least we could um, pick things up for Sri Lanka today, but clearly uh, not to be, uh, particularly after the rugby defeat on um, Saturday evening. It's, um, yeah, there we go. One of those things. But this is a, a, a horse racing podcast. We must remember that. And how busy are you at St. Wendred's, Ilka? Oh, yeah, it's so busy. Like every day the sales are on and um, training runners, even though now fixtures keep getting abandoned. So it kind of like throws a spanner in the works. So we were going to have a really busy day, busy week with racing. And now uh, horses have been getting balloted out or uh, racing has been abandoned due to flooding or water logging. So um it's been busy anyway with the sales. So, yeah, can't complain. Busy is good. Well, on this podcast, we're going to talk about art and horse racing. I've got an interview coming up with um, Amy Lay. We've also got uh, a lot to talk about on the racing front with Just Once, uh, a recent pleasing run by Kingwell, and also news from Tattersall Sales. But let's start with art and horse racing. You've got some more artists, uh, Ilka. You have two new artists in the stable, uh, Sam Faraday Barnes, a lady uh, from Sussex, and Milan Ivanic, who's a Czech-born artist, but he's been living in the UK for 30 years, and he's based up in Lancashire. So he, both of their works have arrived, and um, yeah, Milan's is very contemporary landscapes, a lot like Gustav Klimt style. I mean, I guess they're both from the same area, like Bohemia. And um, just very beautiful work. And then Sam does a lot of, um, what would you call it, day-to-day life with a focus on dogs. So just like your everyday scenes in life. So I, I like those kind of paintings because you always kind of can see yourself in that. That's 21 artists. When when you get new artists, are you also looking for the the variety that each one of them gives you? Yeah, the well, it kind of needs to go in with the theme. So the themes are um, celebrating the beauty of nature, the beauty of hard work, and like uh, the beauty of traditions. So um, you know, with a with a focus on equine and horses and racing, that's natural. But then you know, it it expands to other you know sports or outdoor activities and you know nat- you know nature and and um, landscapes, florals, still life. It, it, there's no end to it. Everything's connected in a way, but it's really about uh, celebrating the beauty of nature. We're talking about the beauty of nature. We ought to then uh, bring in my interview with Amy Lay from Wyoming in the USA. Uh, the interview is not as perfect as it could be, but I think you're going to hear from Amy. And let's hear what she had to say about being part of art and horse racing. Hello, Amy. Welcome to episode 17 of the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast. Hello, Stephen. Thank you for having me. 
How are you today? It's, it's, it's early morning where you are. I'm great. Um, it's a beautiful fall day here um, in eastern Oregon. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Well, I wanted on this podcast or on this interview for the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast to talk about how you started in art, your style, where your art is exhibited and where it's going to be exhibited at art and horse racing and also find out about your love of horse racing. But to start with, I wanted to ask you, how did you get started and how did your love of art begin? So I uh, grew up up in a very um, artistic household. My parents, they encouraged it with all of my siblings. I have three brothers and my uh, my leanings were more to drawing and, and art more than reading or music. And so my mother really encouraged me. I always had a paint set and she always told me that I could be an artist. And then I think around the age of five, I started saying that I was going to be an artist and I just think I had so much encouragement at a young age. Um, it gave me confidence and I just never, ever stopped drawing. I got an art degree from the local university here and I embarked on a professional career um, and I primarily paint and draw um, wildlife and, and horses. Talking about wildlife and horses, did uh, where you come from have a big effect on the type of uh, paintings that you do? Very much so, yes. Um, very rural. It's mountainous, kind of the ranching community. Um, timber was the old industry here. And, um, I grew up about five miles outside of any town, either town, um, either direction. So... I had a lot of time on my hands and there were wildlife and horses and birds. And um, that was my hobby was, was being around the animals and those were my friends. I didn't have the opportunity to really play with a lot of other little kids when I was very young. Um, so I turned to animals and horses, especially we rode and we, um, they just they were everywhere and so i think i became very used to it you know it came natural so how would you describe your your own particular style that is one of the toughest questions i don't know that there's a, a perfect description for my work it's i think the closest thing i can come up with is impressionistic wildlife i use a lot of pencil line, a lot of raw pencil, and an oil wash. So it's it has the feeling of watercolor, but it's an oil. Um, it's very loose. It's um, very quick. I I really want bones of the every piece that I I paint to be there, and the bones would be the pencil line. I don't want to lose that. I think it's one of the most beautiful parts of a painting, and oftentimes it's covered. Up. So I really make an effort to show those lines and it gives it a continuous i think almost um energetic feel um sometimes it's wind sometimes it's um you know just energy or lines of animal or the points um 
but I, I want to keep that movement in every painting, even if the animal is standing still, if that makes sense. It's, they're, they're, they're very bold, your, your paintings, color-wise. Well, thank you. I, I love color. Um, I think it's very important. But I try to keep my color palette actually very small. I don't use, I don't have a huge color palette. It's pretty limited, but I think that might be one of the things that gives my work a signature look is, is the color line. I love a bold pop of color against a, a stark white background or a, um, a lighter background. I think it's important to work. You do lots of different animals from bears to wolves to owls. Yes. Um, getting to go to the different regions and um, exploring their wildlife and and the, the animals and the horses that the people love in that region. Um, I don't want to always have to paint um, the same thing that I know over and over. I want to learn more about these other animals. And so, um, for instance, going to Vermont um, to visit Terry Lindsay, the other artist, um, you know, have a little bit different um, type of animal, animal we paint for them. It's more black bears and fox. Um, and that's the fun part. So you like the challenge of, of different animals to paint? Yes, very much so. I, I love it. I want to learn all I can about everything. <laughs> And and where have you had your your work exhibited? You mentioned tilting at windmills, which is a a gallery in uh, Vermont. And uh, Terry Lindsay, who you mentioned there, she's one of the one of the nineteen art and horse racing artists. Yes, and she um, found me and invited me to be in the gallery. And it's it's been such a treat to get to go to that part of the country. It's literally on the opposite side you know, of the country for me. So how much the opportunity she gave us to be part of that. She's wonderful. But you have work in galleries and, and exhibited across America. Yeah. So I've been showing in seven galleries um, right now. Um, most of them are in the Rocky Mountain West. That seems to be my market. Um, Santa Fe, Park City. A um, couple galleries in Colorado, uh, Jackson Hole, Montana. And then we also show in Charleston, South Carolina, um, which has also been a very different um, exploration for me with shorebirds and, um, you know, uh, just a, a different demographic. Um, so I, I get to go there, too. Um, and I love it. I hope I get to come to Newmarket someday. <laughs> Well, that was my next question. You're now going to have work exhibited at Ilka's uh, yard in Newmarket for art and horse racing. How excited are you to have work coming across across the Atlantic? This is such a new venture for me. I'm, I'm so honoured. I have no idea really what that world is like, um, but I want to know, and I, I, I'm just honoured to get to to get to explore it a bit. Um, and I think that maybe the one thing that will work is that horses, uh, they're so universal. 
So the horses that I have here on the ranch will be very, very different than the horses, you know, the amazing horses with Ilka and in, in Newmarket. Um, but I do know that they're still horses and I think people have such an affinity to them and they're just this ancient love we all have for them. So I'm hoping that that works in my favor a little bit, <laughs> but I'm just so honored to be part of it. What, uh, what pieces of your work are coming over to Newmarket? I think they're on the way now, aren't they? They are on the way. And I'm, you know, honestly figuring out a little bit international shipping. That's another new thing for me. Um, they're on the way and I've sent um, a horse and Ilka and I decided maybe we should do a live and Fox seemed to be something that I feel real comfortable painting. And I, um, so I, I'm sharing a Fox as well. They're both small pieces and then working on some larger pieces as well um, to send over groups of horses. And um, we're going to try out just some other wildlife and see how it goes. Are you hoping sometime to be able to come over to Newmarket, the home of racing? Oh my goodness. I am, I am so hoping to come to Newmarket. I, um, yes. In fact, I'm going to do everything I can to get to Newmarket and, um, just see this beautiful world that, you know, it just seems like a little bit of a fairy tale to me from over here. Um, world of racing is something that, uh, I'm not terribly familiar with. We have horse races here, but they're kind of a little small town uh racing venues which i absolutely adore and love um but this is a level of racing that i am anxious to understand more and to see just the power and the um the grace of these horses and these riders and trainers i just want to walk around and explore and and see how it all works um and maybe then try some paintings um that are geared to that world. But I need to understand it more, for sure. Well, you're joining quite a few other American artists at Art and Horse Racing. We mentioned Terry Lindsay. There's Peggy Judy and Diana Cook as well. Love all of their work. I think that Ilka has such a well-rounded, diverse group of artists. Um, and, and, you know, that's important in salary, that they don't have too many people who you know, are similar in their style. And I think she's really curated uh, an exciting group. Um, and I, I love what she's doing, incorporating um, art into that world. I think it's a natural fit. We've certainly got variety at Art and Horse Race. We've also got Sculpture as well. Thank you very much for joining us on the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast. And we look forward to your art arriving at St. Wendred's and hopefully one day you're coming across to Newmarket. Yes, I, I hope I get to meet you and thank you. And I appreciate it, Stephen. Apologies there, Ilka, for slight loss of audio at times on the interview with Amy. What attracted you to Amy? Well, I mean, her work is amazing and it's the 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 mystical contemporary style of her wildlife art is, is what I love so much. And, you know, uh, foxes seem to be very popular you know, anywhere, not just in North America, especially here in the UK, people love um, like the theme of the fox in art. So uh, that was a, 
that was, you know, a given, but I, I like her brown bears and then she does, her horses are more like Mustangs. And um, yeah, it's just, it's really intriguing and kind of emotional art and it plays, I guess that's what art is, right? It's, it's about like seeing it. And then when you, you see something and it makes you feel something, that's what, that's what art is for me. So whatever, you know, when people come, they see something, they're attracted to it. They can't really put it into words. It's what they feel inside. And that's, that's the beauty of her work because it kind of like, it, it appeals to everybody, I think. And I found out in the interview that uh, her work's uh, on display at Tilting at Windmills, uh, Terry Lindsay, who's also got uh, her work on display at uh, St. Wendred's. Yeah, I know it's pretty uh, big names and I, I'm like a miniature um you know, Terry has over 50 artists. I'm not sure how many she has. And Amy is one of her, she does very well um, selling Amy's work. Um, very popular. I think in her last mailing, there was a really beautiful fox. I don't know if you subscribe to Terry's newsletter, but there's a really amazing fox in it. And some of Amy's work is now on the artandhorseracing.com website. Yeah, we're going to have two pieces of her. So um, yeah, it's very very exciting and it's the first time she's ever had work outside the us of a so yeah i'm i'm honored and thrilled to have her like part of the team you also had some of your work or or work of art and horse racing on display at the jockey club rooms on friday the 13th of october how did that go yeah that was a the brilliant breakfast event that i was invited to as a vendor and it was a great event, great venue. I mean, there's no better venue, right, to display art. So uh, it was great people there, a beautiful setting. It was so much fun. Met a lot of new people. I think people were surprised. That, you know, there was so much different things there that people could see, and they didn't expect to have a gallery there. But I, I'm so happy that I went and got to meet these people, and I hope they do it again. I think it's also a a great event this uh the concept of the brilliant breakfast supports you know women in business supporting women you know fits the bill right you mentioned uh that uh, terry lindsay's got a newsletter art and horse racing has also got one how have you been going with signups i think we're up we're we're getting close to 400 now so the newsletter comes out every thursday morning and um i i try to i'm kind of copying Terry's style i just try to have a positive vibe about it telling a positive story and um because that's what everybody needs right some positivity is enough negativity in the news and um so it's positive words and positive images trying to uplift people with um, beautiful paintings yes the latest newsletter country life is out today the 26th of october what do you think to the newsletter, Debbie? I think the newsletter is 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 charming. That's that's an odd word to use, but but I like the way that it um, you know, it's a chat, isn't it? It's a chat rather than um, you know, here's some more here's some more images sort of thing. And I and I think the fact that so many of those artists have don't have their work anywhere else in the in in the UK, or certainly you know, not in the sort of environment that ilk has created with with the gallery uh, i i think it's um it's it's a real attraction to come and have a look so i'd encourage everybody to you know to have a look and to see something and we're coming up to christmas after all so 
um, you know, great way to 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 buy something nice for uh, those that you care about. A fabulous number of sign-ups already, though, Ilka. Yeah, first I put everybody I knew on there. <laughs> and then uh, I, then it's always exciting to see when somebody's, like, signed up through the, you know, embed form on the website. So if you go to artandhorseracing.com, there's a form to sign up. And, um, you know, and then all the other links as well, if you click on the newsletter and and then you can sign up. So when when I always get excited when strangers sign up. And they're coming from all over the world? Yeah, yeah. We got followers from all over the world and it's growing organically. And that's the nice thing about it. It's like the gallery is its own organism. It's just kind of I'm trying to water it like a plant for it to grow. Hopefully we can get more of them to uh, listen to the podcast, which is uh, available on Apple, Google, Spotify and SoundCloud. And we could always do with... Um, uh, a rating uh, and a review and a, and subscribing as i just said to the podcast yeah that would be great so like subscribe share with all your friends and on that note uh, remind listeners that uh, you can follow vantage point on twitter at vantage point rac and art and horse racing.com for the website and art and horse racing is also on instagram yeah, Ilya told me you need to make a separate account for that. I mean, you can, there's no end to social media, right? But uh, you kind of have to keep things a little bit separate. So, yep, there's an extra gallery account now. And, um, yeah, please follow it. You see all the work that's here. But the work, obviously, is better in person. And remind listeners that uh, by appointment, they can come along to St. Wendry's to see the art. Yeah, we're open seven days a week. So um, if you, anytime you want to come, just let me know so I can make sure I'm not on a horse. And um, other than that, it, Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, not a problem. Sunday morning, not a problem. Um, we're here 24-7. But yeah, we won't show it to you at midnight. We go to bed quite early. But any, any day of the week, uh, I'm happy to show you the artwork. Any more thoughts on art and horse racing, Debbie? I think that invitation says it all, really. Uh, I mean, it was it was first devised as a way to open up, you know, art through the stables, and the fact that you can drop into those beautiful yard that uh, Ilka and Stefan run, I, I think, is an amazing invitation. So yeah, it's good. Encourage people to do it. We better do some racing chat, Ilka. Uh, Kingwell, Vantage Point Racing Club horse member, ran a pleasing race at Wolverhampton on the 21st of October, coming third of 11. Yeah, it was pretty close, wasn't it? It was like an, he was beat uh, overall length. So, yeah, Ilya said in the morning, Mom, he's ready to win. So she wasn't wrong. George thought he was winning with him for a second there as well. But he, he came out of the race well, and we can go again, and he's a he loves it there, two-turn mile. Um, you know, he'll be racking up some points for that all-weather series. And as long as we can ke keep him happy and moving nice and loose, then, um, you know, he's in a good rhythm now and he's in a good place with his head. He doesn't have the biggest of hearts, so it's always about giving him confidence and making him feel good about himself. And he he's, he's happy right now. Debbie, were you watching on television? 
Um, I well, I caught up with it later because something cropped up on the race. Uh, um, but I thought I thought he was going to win as well. He he seems to um, goodness me. Um, he seems to be happier when he's when when he is in that in towards the front. Ilka, he looked a happier horse altogether. Yeah, yeah, he needs to be in a pouncing position there. Um, I don't know that the race before uh, the jockey was it wasn't George was a different jockey didn't ride through instructions and things all went wrong and and um, you know he needs to exactly the way he was written is last time with George is that's what the horse needs right needs to be right there ready to pounce when you come around the bend kick off the bend go and run for home. The the other thing about that kickback, because we know he's not very big. I mean, you describe him as a pony, really. It's pretty daunting, isn't it? If you get in behind, I mean, uh, you know, what what would we think of it? Getting stuff in your face. So I I thought that was really really it's the best I've seen him run, to be honest. Apart from that win that day, I yeah, brilliant, yeah. But the thing is also like when in the summer the uh, weather gets even looser. So when that that when he ran bad there the other time and from behind he he got so much kickback because it was during that. Well, was it a heat wave? I don't know, but it was pretty hot. So then the all weather gets loose and really sandy. And um, you can't get away with things like that with him. Every All the boxes need to be ticked. Everything needs to be perfect. And George Wood knows the knows Kingwell well. Yeah, he needs to he needs somebody that'll also like give him a bit of a dig in the ribs so, when it's ready to go. But he knows the horse, but he doesn't. He never really rides him in the mornings. So that's Ilya's ride in the mornings. So um, maybe he sat on him once in a blue moon in the mornings. But he knows, I mean, he's one on him, so he knows exactly how to ride him. How soon before he'll be out again? Uh, there's a race for mid-November, so keep him in a nice rhythm. He can't, the rate it needs to space out a little bit. He's not one that you want to run twice in a week or something. So he needs that that time to really like feel bouncy and happy. On the subject of uh, bouncy and happy, how's uh, just once in the fall? If they win the fall middle of October, and then you want to kind of give it a couple of weeks to make sure like the milk production goes back and that you don't have any mess mastitis creeping in. So hopefully it's, we need to like organize it now around the runners. Uh, maybe I'm thinking, um, uh, to go pick her up November 9th or around that time. Then that way she's had time for everything. You know, you know, you're, you're not picking up um, a problem or something. You need to, you need to give the mare enough time uh, for the milk production to go back. So yeah, that she'll be home. She'll be home soon. Ilka, remind listeners of the um, chance to uh, be a part of Just Once Is Fall. Yeah, so we're doing a 1% share in the fall, which runs from now until the end of its four-year-old year. So, or his, his, we know it's a boy. That's 2027. 1%, obviously you can take bigger chunk and that's where at 2000 pounds, um, you can have a mini share in him or like I said, um, as much as you want, but it's over a longer period of time. So you get to see him grow up now and then um, be broken in and then we'll see if you'll run on the flat first or if we're going to go straight the jumping route, you know, it's going to be a process. So you're part of the journey. And also we should mention that uh, our raffle winners that I, that we drew at random and Ilya did the drawing out of a bucket and I did the filming. 
So Net Rose uh, from New Market, um, she won the share in the fall. And Emma Jones, uh, that works for Bova Pharmaceuticals, uh, her husband's actually in the Navy. And then when they came to visit the yard, when she was here for work, I said, look at what I'm doing. I'm doing a raffle. And so she won the um, the Airmen uh, bronze resin. And I think she was quite happy about it. So, yeah, we have those two winners. So thanks for all your support. Be great to get one of those on, or even both of them, just for a short interview on Zoom for a future podcast. Oh, that's a good idea. I think they'll do it. Yeah, I'll ask them. Yeah. And then we can follow their journey with uh, Just Once Is Foal. And we mustn't forget Just Once Is Foal, side by Derby winner and arc winning uh, uh, horse in Golden Horn. Yeah, it's a nice, uh, it's, it's a proper horse, going to be an exciting prospect. A horse we're look, still looking for a name yet. I know we've got plenty of time. And in last month's podcast, uh, Debbie Nichols came up with Gold Strike, Golden golden Opportunity and Gold Chance. Ilk, we've had those powerful names from Vantage Point Racing Club member Debbie Nich- Nichols. She's blushing there in the background. Uh, have you had some more names as powerful as Debbie's? Yeah, we had another... Um friend of mine uh, right in Claire Fleming she suggested the unique Aurelian first Aurelian bugler one Aurelian bugler or au premier so that like au for the symbol of gold so that's kind of funny too i like you know there's a play on words so the list keeps growing i need to actually put them all onto one piece of paper so I don't lose any yeah, it'd be good to get them on your website or or somewhere so we can see what names have come forward because they've got plenty of time still, haven't they? Yeah, that's right. But yeah, or maybe I will put it on the website. I have to ask, ask, see the best way to do it. On the subject of horses, you also went along to Tattersalls. Yeah, we got. I got a few, um, two to go to Kuwait, and then um, got our bid on one. I was going to get for the club. And then another few um, outbiddings. Yeah, we'll see. It's it's going to be busy now anyway. Every every month there's a sale on. So, will you be there? Because we've got a yearling sale on the twenty seventh of November. Foal sale between the twenty eighth and the twenty eighth of November and the second of December. And the mare sale between the fourth and the seventh of December. Yeah, and there's also that November sale as well at early, right, on the 9th of November. But, yeah, I, I, I'm there. I'm available for every sale, and we're actually selling one mare in the December mare sale. Um, but, yeah, I'm always there. We're only five minutes from Tats, so if anybody wants to go or come along, just get in touch. Have you been along to Tattersalls, uh, Debbie? It's a fabulous place to visit. I haven't got for the last few sales. But, um, I would love to have gone for the horses in training sale because there's some – there were some really nice horses went through, as as I understand it, and they they're they're ridden into the ring. Am I am I right, uh, Ilka, or is that just um, some that are ridden into the ring? Uh, that's Sir Mark's and um, yeah, and Mark John Charlie Johnson's. They do the traditional way, but other than that, uh, nobody else does anymore. But the front, like the ones from Sir Mark, they're stable at his stable, so it's. The ones from Mark Johnson or Charlie Johnson, they're stable at Tats, but um, Mark, uh, Sir Mark does it the real traditional way. So they, they get ridden up to the sale. If you want to look at the horses, they need to be looked at at home at, 
at his yard. And then after the sale, they get ridden, you know, once they've gone through the ring, they need to be ridden back home through town. Yeah, that's real, the real that's the real traditional way, isn't it? Seeing the horses uh, being ridden through town. Yeah, it's a bit of a logistical nightmare, I would say. But yeah, they go a little bit the back route, but it can get you need a few people on the ground helping out there, making sure the traffic people slow down, and then you have some tricky spots to cross the road. You must be pleased, uh, Ilka, with your new work rider following uh, Kingmore's impressive recent performance. Yeah, Ilya does a good job. Uh, we put her to work. Um, but the first time when she, the first, she wrote him already that last time when he didn't run so good. And then she said after the race, oh, I, I guess it didn't make a difference. And I said, welcome to the real world. But, um, you know, uh, it's it's good. And it gives her something to do before school. <laughs> get out there, get, get some fresh air in your lungs. And we're still hoping that she'll, her and Kingwell will feature on that homeschooling segment. Um, Matt Chapman has been pestered enough by by um, her and and everyone. Every time they run into him at the races, he gets cornered. So I think it, he has a snippet of of Elian Kingwell on the on the farm or on the Cambridge Road. Can't remember now, but yeah, nice piece of work uh, with Stefan together with Stefan upside. So. One of these days, she'll be on that ITV homeschooling segment. So this is a shout out on the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast to Matt Chapman, who I'll definitely tag in on the podcast now to put Elia and Kingwell on homeschooling on uh, ITV racing. The poor guy, yeah, but yeah, he can take it, right? He has the right, um, the right demeanor or whatever for it. So anything else for episode seventeen, Debbie and Ilka? Not for me, no. I think we've covered uh, covered a lot. Just looking forward to seeing Just Once back. Um, Shaggy in with a big tummy and um, waiting for uh, Ilka to put her magic into getting her back into our sleek hurdler. Uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, it was funny because one of the other owners said, well, that's one for Elia. She can start riding him for three hours at a walk around the place, you know, because it's going to be a lot of walking because they're like, oh, what's that mare like? And I was like, oh, she she has a bit of character. But they say, well, maybe Ilya can just ride her for three hours every day. Because, <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be a journey. Who knows? You know, maybe it was. it's a long-term plan, and we're one step closer now. So uh, the real work's going to start now. But, yeah, I was just going to say, hopefully we'll get some more visitors to the gallery before Christmas now with the Christmas season in if you want some original art something for every budget and taste i think debbie now needs to go for a dinner final words from you Oka, on episode 17 thanks for listening and i hope you guys tune in for the next episode join the vantage point racing club today watch the horses that you put your money in run their race free racing tickets meet the horses and the team including the jockey trainer physio and everyone else Come to open days and get a welcome gift. Get weekly updates on all the horses in the club. New to racing? Not to worry. You will learn all about it. Ask questions anytime. Tune into my month-to-month podcast featuring racehorse ownership, info, and more. All just for 20 pounds a month. We look forward to meeting you here at St. Winbridge. If you love racing, come and share it. 